1: This is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. The Word of God is full of life-changing power. So our prayer is that this broadcast equips you to live a life so big that it impacts everyone and everything around you. Remember to hit the notification bell on YouTube to get this teaching and worship with us live each week. Let's join Bishop Greer as we continue our previous message.
2: And many times the reason I don't turn is not because I don't feel like it. It's easier to go with everybody else. The reason I don't turn is, Lord, I can't do that to you. You snatched me out of that dirty, nasty pit. You hung up on that grave, down that cross, God. Went in the tomb. You came down there. For my little comfort, God, I can't do that. I'm too grateful, God, for your goodness in my life. I'm too grateful, God, for your patience in my life. I will not stab you in the back that way, oh God. He said, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has enabled me, gave me power to do all that I do because he counted me faithful. Not smart, not talented, but what? Faithful. Stop trying to be so slick. Just be faithful in the thing that God's assigned you to do and watch him promote you. Watch him promote you. You won't have to do it from the flesh. Most don't come from the east west. It comes from God. You see, God not only saved Paul, from his sins, he saved it from himself. And God has not only saved me from my sins, he saved me from myself. And he keeps saving me from myself. The limitations I put on my own, in my own mind, my own life, and, and all the walls I build within, he keeps working with me, in me, and through me. And he keeps saving me from me. It's not the devil's my problem, it's me's the problem. And the things I let the devil put in me that creates the issues. But he is patient. He is steady. He just keeps at it. You know, he's like a time. It keeps on ticking. I think that's what we coming. Y'all too old for that. Y'all too young. But, 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 but God just stays at it. And if I've learned one thing from God, it's consistency. Because every morning his, his mercies are new. He stays at me by letting the sun rise and set. He stays at me letting me feel the wind on my skin. He stays at me letting me look at my, my wife's smile. He stays at me by, by being loved by others. He stays at me by, by, by opening my eyes and helping me, help me be better the next day than the last. And he just stays at it and at it and at it. When I'm crying, he's at it and at it. When I'm complaining, he's at it and at it. When I disagree, he's at it and at it. When I'm acting a fool, he's at it and at it. You hear what I'm saying? When I'm acting good, he's at it and at it. I mean, when I'm, I got my best face on, he's at it and at it. He just stays at it day in and, and day out, working on me and 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 working on me and, and working on me. And Then he keeps on working on me. And, and then I'm 50 years old. He keeps working on me. And, and then I turn fifty-three, working on me. He just keeps working on me. And if I was God, knew all my doubts, if I'd be—I'm like, leaving that guy alone. I had enough, but he's on working on me, working on me, working on me, working. He works in me the will and the to-do of His good pleasure working on me. But that scripture means he's working on me to make him happy. Meaning all the work he does in me puts a smile on his face. And he's smiling more today than he's ever smiled before and I'm going to make that smile brighter and 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 brighter. He counted me faithful. Putting someone killing people in ministry in the ministry, although I was formerly a blasphemer. Blasphemer literally means one who speaks or spoke against. How many of you are doing things today for Jesus that you used to talk bad about? Amen. Five honest people in the room. Like giving, forgiving, and all the things, serving, and all the things we do. Things you criticize in the past, but now they're the very secrets of your success. Here's the thing, though. If you're not changing at all, you're not growing at all. And you ought to be doing things you didn't think you'd do before. Because that was your mindset. You didn't know no better. But, but as you know better, you begin to, 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 to do more, experience more. And now I feel sorry for folks that ain't doing half the things that I do. You hear what I'm saying? I am mad at God for asking me to do it. I, I'm like, I, I feel bad for folks that aren't doing it. That's the way I approach the thing. Then he goes on. He says, a persecutor. Um... You know, we we just read about this. He didn't just dislike Christians, he hurt Christians. And then he says, an insolent man. This is amazing because outwardly he kept the moral law. He was a Pharisee of Pharisees. Outwardly, he was a highly respected man. But on the inside, he was mean arrogant, but I obtained mercy to God. This is why he's so thankful. He started with, I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly, even though he knew the Bible and in unbelief. Again, he had the scriptures in his head, but they weren't in his heart. Let me tell you something. Knowing God is the greatest privilege in my life. (laughs) To be known by him and to know him. So many know some verses. So many even get some of their doctrine right. But do they really know God? get to verse 15 and the place I wanted to get to this morning and something I just faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God something that needs you to hear again to get and then he said in verse 15 Paul's writing he said this is a faithful saying Paul only says this five times in all his letters. This is the way he underscored things. It's, it's the way you kind of put the statement in caps. And then he adds, and worthy of all acceptance, meaning everyone else knew it, and here I am. Paul, I want to confirm it. And here's what I want to confirm. That, Je- that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Now, we're in a series talking about what God can do with our mistakes. Now, he didn't get so saved. He acted like he didn't do all that. Now, some of y'all I don't even like talking to because y'all were perfect from the womb. You ain't never made a mistake. It's just them people who make mistakes. You ain't never sinned. You ain't never been confused. You, you, ain't nev- you ain't got nothing you ashamed or embarrassed of. Nothing because you, you just, you just, oh, you know what I'm saying? But Paul was not that way. Now, I'm not talking about living sideways so you have something to brag about. No, you... you Let me tell you something. Even while you're trying to do it as hard as you can, the best you can, only Jesus gets everything right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That Christ Jesus came in the world to save sinners. Watch this. Of whom I am chief. Now, I asked you to put a screen behind me, a list of some things. Or some, yeah, some things that we can be chief at. We have chief academic officers, chief Accessibilities officers. We have chief information officers, chief security officers, chief legal officers, chief learning officers. We have CEO, chief executive officers. We have COOC, chief operating officers. We have CFO, C, chief financial operators. And I, I was talking to, to one of our military men and said, you know, we also have chief master sergeants. We also have chief petty officers. We also have chief warrant officers. So there's a whole bunch of chiefs. I mean, the list go on and on and on and on and on. But out of all the chief titles that Paul could earn, he distinguished himself as the chief of sinners. And the point I'm making is, every sinner has a past, just like, or better, every saint has a past, and every sinner has a future, but 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 watch this. To save sinners of who I am, chief. Paul was honest about where he came from. The problem with some of us in this room is you forgot, forgot ten English teachers. How soon we forget you so mad at your child. But do you remember? You were so mad at your spouse last week, but do you remember the few weeks before? To save sinners of whom I am chief when you get a revelation of your sin you don't feel better than nobody else anymore you realize you're just as bad as anybody else you needed mercy just as much as that see the reason you think you're better because you don't have a revelation of your sin now I don't know how to say this without being crude but um, I don't know how to say this without being crude (laughs) How do I say that? But but there, there's some folks, let's say it this way, that act like their toilets don't stink. When <laughs> I mean, they got some special popries pu- pu- stuff that I'm see, y'all y'all pulling somebody in this room pulling the raw stuff out of me. But we all got stuff. And it all stinks. And we all need to deal with it and flush it. You hear what I'm saying? But we got to acknowledge it for what it is. Don't play with it. Don't start accept it. As like, oh, yeah, you know, my stuff's better than yours. Try some. No, you get rid of it. Will anyone come back to church? (laughs) He was honest about where he came from. But but, but watch what God, we're about to see what God can do with our mistakes if if we give it to him. 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 See, the issue is we don't give it to him. I'm not saying if we cover it. I'm not saying if we try to come up with a good excuse for it. But if we acknowledge and admit it and give it to him, give it to him. Give it to him. Yeah. It to him. Yeah. Yeah. However, as bad as he was, he wasn't just trying to brag in his sin, you know, like some Christians do. That's that, that's not what he was trying to do. He's trying to make a point. However, for this reason, because I was so bad, And we spent most of the Sunday talking about how bad he was. For this reason, I obtained mercy. Here's what I need you to see today from the scripture. God was working his purpose even though Paul sinned. Please don't mishear me that you should sin so grace can abound. Anathema on that thought. But what I am saying is when you have done the very best you can with all that you have and all that you are, and if you give it to God, he can work with even the worst situations. As bad as dung is, do you know in the Middle East it was used for fire? They burned it. Actually, they cooked food on it. God can use, take the worst, and use it for his glory. However, for this reason, I obtained mercy. My big point today, there is no past sin greater than God's present mercy. And many of us were stuck on something we did, something we let happen. And we, we, we've lived there for 30 years, 40 years. Give it to God. You said, that sounds cliche, Bishop. Whatever it sounds like, give it to God. I can't fix it. I can't change the past. But as bad as the things that happened to Joseph, Joseph looked back over his life. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm, all that happened because God was working it so I could be here today. As bad as Saul was, the reason I have hope is because of Saul. Because if God could use a joker like that, what might He do with you? And me. And for this reason, a person as bad as Saul obtained mercy. He says, so that in me first Jesus Christ might show all long suffering his patience as a pattern. God selected Paul or Saul because God was trying to tell us something. He did not pick a man that had it together. To comfort all of us that can admit we too don't have it all together. That in me first, perhaps God wants you to be the first in your family. Perhaps God wants you to be the first in your circle Friends, maybe God wants you to be one of the first from your background to really surrender to God. That in me, first, Jesus Christ might show all long suffering as a what pattern, as a what pattern, as a what pattern. Apostle Paul was a pattern, he was trying to show us the great things God can do with messed up, broken vessels. We don't stay broken. We don't stay as messed up. We get better and better, wiser and wiser. And let me tell you something, though. Sin does have consequences. Saul was literally blind. Saul was literally knocked to the ground. Saul literally had to deal with condemnation and and guilt and shame. He had to work through all those emotions. There were consequences to his, his sins. So I don't want to have to deal with all that. So I'm I'm trying to live this thing right. I'm trying to keep it as straight and as clean as possible because I don't want to have to go through hating myself and and punishing myself for stupid things. It's a lot easier just to do right versus to regret. But Jesus Christ might show all long suffering as a pattern. He's a pattern to those who are going to believe on him. So today, if you believe the Bible, how many of you believe the Bible? Yeah. Everything I taught today is a pattern that we must believe. Do you believe God's pattern, God's modus operandi, his MO, that he will take someone who can't and turn them into someone who can? He will take the angriest man on the planet, Saul, and turn him into a worshiper at midnight while he's in prison. God loves to confound the wise. He'll take your greatest weakness and shine it up, clean it up, and set it up and turn it into a gem. We can become trophies of his grace if we would just surrender. Not, I'm not just talking about church. I'm not talking about just remembering scriptures. I'm talking about a personal transaction between you and God. No, I'm talking about when it gets personal. Please hear me. I'm so tired of preaching to church, folks, that are just in the church. I want to talk to some people. That it is personal. That they are serious personally about a real relationship with the almighty God. God is saying, if you would just get real. Stop trying to cover it up. Stop pretending. Talk to me about it. Let me talk you through it. I will be the God you never imagined. And the only reason you're not telling me is because you don't really believe I love you. But if you knew how much I loved you and how much power I had for you to get you through that thing, over that thing, so you never have to go back to that thing. If you really knew, you, you, you couldn't get out of these doors fast enough to tell me some things. Right now, God is saying, come, stop with that alter ego. Stop putting on a church face. Stop trying to be the deacon, the pastor, the bishop, the apostle. Stop trying, try, trying to be the spiritual uh, 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 boss of your family. Stop it. And come to me. Here's what Jesus said. He said, come to me all that are weary and heavy laden. I'll give you rest. It's tiring to be fake. It's exhausting. It's exhausting to always have to wear a face. Jesus knew it. He said, stop going to them people. He's talking really about the Pharisees. Stop going to that church. Jesus really said that. Come to me. I'm meek and lowly of heart. I ain't going to put you down. Now, I'm going to tell you some things. Now I'm going to speak some truth. I'm going to tell you cut it out and stop it. I'm going to help you not do it anymore. But come. I will give you rest. How I many want to exhale? You just want some peace of mind. I just want to stop toiling. I just want to stop trying to be and trying to do. And right now we live in a, a cult of, of self help. You always got to improve yourself, always got to get better. Imagine being around a God that knows exactly who you are. You don't have to put on no fronts, no face. You don't have to get no better to be loved anymore. He's saying, Come to me, the real me. And I'll give you rest for your soul. Tell you, I've been doing this for a long time. Let me tell you the thing I hear most from people: I'm so tired. I'm just tired. I'm tired of my marriage. Tired of my job. I'm tired of my children. They very seldom say they're tired of themselves, but that's really what's happening. But they're tired. You know why they're tired? Because they don't bring it to the Lord. They bring it to church, but not to the Lord. They bring it to maybe their voice to a song, but not their heart. To the lyrics. He said, come to me and I will give rest to your soul. And God is saying, I want to give rest. Your soul is tired. Because you're looking for answers in all the wrong places. Your spouse can't fix it for you. Your friend can't fix it for you. Your child can't, can't achieve it for you. you. You can't live through that baby. You got to live your own life. He said, come to me, and I might give rest to your soul. When's the last time you had a good sleep? I'm not talking about you technically sleep, but you rested. Let me tell you something. Daniel slept in a a pit of lions because he really had faith, a genuine relationship with God. And you can sleep in the worst circumstances if you really come to him. Guys, gals, man, if I could put a hook in you, I would. I'm trying to bait you with everything in my heart. Come clean. God, bear your soul. God, I need thee. Oh, I need thee. Every hour, I need thee. God, I'm not playing. God, I'm done with the busyness. Done with the distractions. God, I come God. to thee. Just me, even me. Help me. Help me be happy. Help me know your peace, your joy. Help me be better. Help me. But that's a prayer that can only come from the heart.
1: This has been Live Big with Bishop Derek Greer, the radio broadcast ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. It is our sincere prayer that you are blessed and empowered to live a life bigger than yourself today. Access this message and much more for free at gracechurchva.org. We also invite you to join the Grace Church family for worship online every Sunday and Wednesday on social media at GraceChurchVA or on our website at GraceChurchVA.org. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, live big.